0: W-B-N-E. Hello from elsewhere, I'm Casey.
1: And I'm Valerie. And welcome to the podcast where we explore the themes and symbolism in pop culture.
0: And this episode comes to you straight from Madame Puttyfoot's tea shop, where all the cutest couples hang out.
1: Because today, we're hosting a fictional couples dating show.
0: Chief Brody. Chief (laughs) Chief
1: Brody. (laughs) (laughs) He would hang out at Madame Puttyfoot's tea shop.
0: When he'd be on a date. With, with a the shark, shark.
1: <laughs> absolutely. He's realized that whole thing about how like fear and passion are very close. What is it? Oh, anger and passion are very close. So he's you know angry at the shark, but also <laughs> loves the shark. <laughs>
0: cute. That's fiction's greatest, cute, most cutest couple. Most cu- yeah. chief, Brody chief Brody and the shark and the great white Bruce. shark.
1: Bruce. Bruce. Do yeah. they name it?
0: Yeah, its name is Bruce. They don't name it in the movie. That was like the...
1: An after the fact?
0: That was the name on, on set. They named it Bruce.
1: Well, that's funny because I never made the connection then because in Finding Nemo, they named the shark yeah, Bruce. Yeah, that's
0: a reference. It's mm. an Easter egg. Yeah. That
1: makes sense. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Name's Bruce.
0: I have an all-important question for you. I'm ready. Who is your favorite fictional couple?
1: I'm going to have to say, because we just finished watching The Good Place, that I love Eleanor and cheaty Eleanor and Chidi. Eleanor and Chidi. <laughs> Eleanor Shellstrop, and Cheedy Anagonia.
0: That's my answer too. So Well. We're so cute. We're made to be. <laughs> sometimes
1: sometimes we agree on things.
0: <laughs> They're just the best couple.
1: They are. They're such a opposites attract thing, but also Eleanor is like like I feel like they better each other in different yeah, ways. Like right. Cheedy becomes more confident like Eleanor mm-hmm. and Eleanor becomes more intellectual like Chidi And More and moral. More moral. <laughs> yeah. That's the big one.
0: But I also think, I can't think of a fictional couple that goes through more stuff than them, like Fate of the Universe size stuff.
1: Big stuff.
0: So I worry any of our listeners that haven't watched it yet, don't want to get into spoiler territory.
1: We'll but, leave it be then. Okay. Just something to look forward to as you watch The Good Place, Chino. Eleanor and cheaty. Yeah.
0: How are you, Valerie? I didn't ask you today.
1: Pretty sure you asked me at some point. Well, today. okay. On air. On air, I didn't <laughs> ask you.
0: So it doesn't matter because I've asked you in real life, so.
1: Yeah, so that counts. Yeah. I know that you've asked me. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. My, uh, my voice is still a little rough. Yeah. It's been like a week since I lost it, and it's still not back to 100%, but I'm not whispering anymore, so progress. Okay.
0: You're getting there. I am. <laughs> yeah, because you were on last week's episode of Some Reading Required, and your voice was pretty scratchy. Yes, smoky. I would say your voice was smoky. smoky
1: <laughs> what a what a kind way of putting it. And I <laughs> sounded like I had the plague.
0: Yeah, we were also we, we forgot to mention it last time. Well, because last episode we did an archive episode, but so we didn't get to mention it. But you and I were on an episode of sort of Star Wars podcast as well.
1: Yes, that was so um, fun. Go listen so to that. So
0: much fun. I love that episode. I'm we very talked happy about
1: with it. parenting and nerdiness.
0: Yeah, a lot of Star Wars, but other stuff too, and uh, we share our most embarrassing parenting stories, so I shouldn't advertise that because I'm still really embarrassed by mine, <laughs> but yeah, sort of Star Wars podcast, go check it out.
1: So since today is Valentine's Day, or at least, you know, the day I was that... trying to
0: think of like a Valentine's song to like sing, but I don't know, wedding bells, I guess. My
1: like, funny valentine.
0: I, I had a song in my head, but I don't think it's a love song, like I was thinking like wedding bells, but my head was playing I kept singing some other song. kind of wedding bells. What? Bells
1: are ringing for me and my gal.
0: No, that's not what it. That's not it. Okay. But I appreciate you whenever you sing.
1: Do you want what other songs? I know, especially in my current voice. No,
0: <laughs> it, it is a wedding one that I'm thinking of the.
1: Go into the no, chapel and It's like a song that actually plays on the
0: church bells, like Like the wedding march. Is is that the official name?
1: I don't know if that's the official name. I think that's what it gets called. The
0: Wedding March? Yeah. Is that like that's like Imperial March level yes. title. But there. wedding. <laughs> uh, okay. But I think I had some other bells in my head too. I have a lot of bells There's in my There's ringing all the time. All the th- my head is always what ringing. What about
1: your climatic climactic grad school bell you got to ring the other oh, day? Oh my goodness. Tell us the story of your grad school Do bell. people want
0: to tell hear about
1: I think it's How so angry funny. Angry
0: I am about all this.
1: That there's a bell involved. But it's
0: like a long story. And, and a candy bar. Slightly long story. So, backtrack. Back in July, I defend July, back in July, back in July I defended my master's thesis about Harry Potter and bullying. A lot of work put into that, but little did I know, little did he know. Little did I know that the work was yet to come of the Bureaucracy and the Kafka-esque maze of red tape and forms, and um, there's just a lot that needs to happen. It's there's like
1: so many different. I have to send it to approval. yeah, I have
0: to send it to my the head person of the um, of like my degree, and she looks at it one more time and says, "Okay, make these changes." And then I send it to her again, and she says it's good. And then I send it to the to the actual like the school, the school of education, and then they look at it and then they have a a ton of changes as well, and then I have to convert it to a PDF with fancy bookmarks and all this stuff and um, make sure all the formatting's right. And then I send it to the graduate school and the graduate school looks at it. But before they look at it, the college looks at it again. And then they, for some reason, have more changes that they didn't catch the last time that they looked at it. And then the graduate school is like, okay, it's good now. And then and actually it actually went back and forth there a few times. Like I'm, I'm truncating the story here, but, and then the graduate school gets it. And then there's the whole time there's been this form that's been passed back and forth between people signing it. And then I have to go in and pick up this form. I don't know why I have to do this, but I take the form and I take it downstairs across the street to the old president's home, which is where the graduate school is. And I send, I take them the form and I, I go inside and they at the desk. There's like three, three young women. They looked, I think they were identical twins or like Stepford wives or something. Um, they're, they were all like white blonde college girls and, but they were very friendly, very nice. Um, nothing ill to say about them. And I hand them the form and then they're like, okay. And I'm like, so am I done? They're like, no, you got to sit here in the living room in this cozy couch and wait because we got to look at it. And then they look at it for like two minutes. And then they, and, and keep in mind, this is supposed to be the final step, right? And then they, they say, they come back into the living room, and one of them says, you know, it's good to go. And so I'm like, okay, I'm done, I'm good. And she's like, well, our department will look at it really closely. And then if we have any changes, we'll let you know. And it was at that moment that I shouted at the heavens <laughs> and cursed the school to which I attend. No, I wanted to yell, but I mean, it wasn't her fault. So I wasn't going to yell at her. And I'm not a yelling person anyways, but I was internally screaming, you know, insert gif of internally screaming, um, because I thought that was the last step and it wasn't supposed to be done. But then they're like, congratulations. Here's a candy bar
1: for your years of work. For
0: my two, two years, almost two years. Let's see how long, no, almost three years, two and a half years, two and a half years of working on this thesis. They gave me a candy bar and then they're like, you can ring the bell outside there, but I go outside, you know, it's like, no one's there. I'm just by myself. (laughs) I ring the bell because I feel like I am compelled to ring this bell, but it was the epitome of an anticlimax for sure. But the bell has been rung, and I don't actually know if my thesis is done because they could be looking at it. I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea what's happening anymore.
1: I just really want to be the one person that hangs out outside the school, uh, outside the building, and like waits for people to ring the bell.
0: Anyone could ring it. It's just sitting there, it's not like it's behind a locked gate or something. Just
1: like jump out and. Just like jump out and be like, yay, you did it. Just be the cheering squad for them. Make it a little more climactic.
0: There's a bush there. Yeah, like You want to be the perfect. bush person? I want
1: to be the bush person.
0: <laughs> the bell slash bush person. That
1: you never know when somebody's going to show up, so I'll just live in the bush. You did it.
0: Way to go, buddy. Way to <laughs> go. Way to go. go.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: I needed a Chris Traeger there to cheer me on. Also, like I'm losing my voice, so this is gonna be a very smoky episode. But in Madame Puttyfoots you probably have to talk in a low register. So Right. It, it you works. don't
1: want all the other couples to overhear you. Yeah. In your deep conversation. Sweet
0: nothings. Sweet nothings about bells.
1: And anticlimactic. And,
0: and form eight D that needs to go from room 301 downstairs to room 105. <laughs> it's it's, inv- it's a very important. And all the right people have to have signed it.
1: Yeah, well, then no wonder the last step is not the last step. It still needs no. to be approved.
0: That's why I said Kafkaesque. Read Franz Kafka's The Trial, and you'll know what I've been through. <laughs> it has been a trial. I actually really like that book. It,
1: but we're it's assuming you're at the end, hopefully. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess. I have no idea. No N- idea. No idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... In today's episode, we want to have some fun on our Valentine's Day episode. We're talking about fictional couples, but to put a spin on it, we put together lists of our favorite fictional couples, and then we randomized them so they're paired up with different people. And we want to talk about where this new couple would go on a date.
0: In other words, Valerie had the idea to take these beautiful couples that have wonderful relationships and split them up on Valentine's Day. That's what... That's what's happening no, here.
1: In my in my mind, this is like a a pre date to when they meet their, you know, actual forever oh, partner. Okay,
0: so that's not depressing at all. None of these dates go anywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> they all go nowhere. I just want the record to show that this is your idea. And I'm <laughs> super excited because our silly our sillier episodes are a lot of fun and i'm excited to do one of our sillier episodes yep but i just want the record to show that the underneath Valerie the surface anti-love. underneath <laughs> the surface this is a slightly depressing idea but valentines day can be slightly depressing so
1: isn't all comedy slightly depressing
0: oh wow there's a nugget of truth in there well going deep
1: i'm just saying as, keep that in mind as we talk about these Couples,
0: you know, it's romantic as me like blowing my nose over here and like,
1: We're, like popping I should the have cough a cu- drops, cup drops yeah. and
0: <laughs> guzzling water loudly. It's it's gross. <laughs> it's gross up in here.
1: Our house has been gross for a while now. <laughs> yeah. So Casey, you ready to dive in? I'm
0: excited. I really am.
1: Okay, so we have to look at our couple here and decide where they would go yeah. on a date. And what, Valerie what has seen these together? too.
0: I don't. I haven't seen the pairings. Oh yes, so I put them together. I'm I'm coming in blind, but. As they say, love is blind. Love is
1: blind. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number one, Casey. Mm -hmm. Where would Arwen and Harry Potter go on a date? I
0: don't know, but Harry Potter's a teenager, and Arwen's like an ancient being.
1: (laughs) Well, to be fair, she's ancient even compared to Aragorn, so...
0: (laughs) So what's just a few years?
1: So what's just a few years more? Yeah.
0: But, yeah, our conceit here is that Harry is older. Older. Which...
1: We're going to assume all these characters are on similar age levels. Okay,
0: okay. That's not gross. That's better.
1: In our in our fictional, in our headcanon here.
0: Arwen. That's Arwen awesome. asked Harry out on a date. Okay. And where would Arwen take Harry?
1: I mean, Harry has magic. Arwen has elvish magic. I think True. Harry would enjoy a just a, a tour around Rivendell. A duel, oh. Rivendell. <laughs> a duel, there we go. I think... Her water magic versus... Harry Potter.
0: Think of all the sad experiences Harry has had in forests. I think mm. our one would be like, "I'm going to show you a good time in a forest.
1: A like good a, time. Like
0: a nice picnic. Don't, <laughs> don't. A nice picnic.
1: Okay, a picnic.
0: Yeah, Got it. you know, like like in Lord yeah. of the Rings, how like Legolas is planning. It's on you. With...
1: The way you said a good time.
0: did <laughs> not <laughs> I didn't say it like that. <laughs>
1: when you listen back, you'll hear it.
0: I'm cutting that part out.
1: <laughs> no, a picnic. Got it. They're going to have a picnic. She's going to show off her water magic. He's yeah. going to, you know.
0: He's just never been in a good forest. It's all been bad forest. The forbidden forest. Um the forest of dean is a lot of sadness and in drama. It. And drama. So Leron Ron it's be comes happy back too little, too late, Ronald.
1: <laughs> They they destroy the locket in the Forest of Dean. There's some the upsides.
0: It's still drama. Like, it's okay, still darkness. And, yes. And he well, needs a light. Fair,
1: Harry rarely has an easygoing life.
0: True. I just think Harry would really enjoy Rivendell. I think it would be a happy place for him.
1: Yeah. I'm sure he'd love to tour it and see the elfish, elvish, elvish mag, magic. Yeah.
0: Maybe he could, like, bring the Sword of Gryffindor and, like, compare it to to Narsil.
1: Yeah. You know, <clears> just <throat> a little. <laughs> My sword's bigger than yours. sword. over <laughs> here.
0: It's getting weird. <laughs> Especially considering that that sword goes to Aragorn, like
1: right? A show off. Cool. Yeah. All right, Ginny Weasley and Kristoff oh, from
0: Kristoff. That's Kristoff from Frozen.
1: <laughs> Where would they go?
0: I just, I'm picturing Ginny would just be really annoyed by Kristoff. I don't know why. Not
1: a happy date here.
0: I I don't know why I I'm picturing that. I don't know that I can, but.
1: I feel like Ginny gets a lot of teasing from her brothers, mm-hmm. and Kristoff is kind of along the same lines. Like he's kind of goofy, funny, mm-hmm. teasing, kind of like Fred and George.
0: But I don't think she likes that. That's what I'm... exactly okay. so. Yeah. So they we're on the same page.
1: They. It was one of those dates where she was like, "Thanks for the sleigh ride and for meeting Sven." And Your
0: reindeer was cute. <laughs>
1: Your reindeer was cute, and uh, we'll just be friends. Yeah.
0: Where would they? <laughs> where would they do though on this date? A sleigh ride?
1: Sleigh ride. Mm-hmm. You know, as one does when you have a reindeer, you go for a sleigh ride.
0: True. That's true. Okay, Mary Jane Watson from Spider-Man.
1: I didn't know her last name.
0: And Sally the Porsche from Cars. Yes. Okay, this calls like like I have a lot of questions <laughs> here. Like can Mary Jane ride inside of Sally like do the car's car's doors, car's car doors. <laughs> this is already Do they open? And can, can beings get inside of them? Or are there we too many internal car in organs going on? So
1: uh, I'm gonna say no. This I'm gonna a, say how they appear in a movie is how
0: this is a gross date.
1: <laughs> just what would Sally and Mary Jane enjoy doing together, Casey?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just they're... trying to I'm trying to wrap my head around a human <laughs> going on a date with a car.
1: The car can talk. The car That's worse. enjoys a nice meal out at a gas station.
0: I got gas, lots of gas.
1: Mary That's Jane flow. gets some gas food, you know, gas station food, mm-hmm. and uh, Sally gets some gas outside. And oh, I know, Casey, a uh, a movie, you know, oh, like a, a, drive a, a in? drive-in theater. There we go. They're gonna go to a drive-in theater.
0: I, I'm I'm with that. But again, is Mary Jane inside?
1: I Maybe mean, she just sits on the hood.
0: <laughs> Sounds cold.
1: Summer's night.
0: Okay. Oh, that's Route 66. It probably gets cold at night.
1: Not there in Arizona. It could be 90 degrees still.
0: But the song says Flagstaff, Arizona.
1: Yeah, that is a chilly part.
0: <laughs> All right. The next one is Maid Marian and Beast. Beast from X Men.
1: No, Beast like Beauty oh. Beast. <laughs> that would have been Because
0: I one. like that better. That makes. Well, this is a great pairing because they're both like animal characters. If you're it's going the, the... Either way, Beast is Beast right, from I'm X-Men and Beast from Beauty and the Beast.
1: Made Marion from Robin Hood if you're going the...
0: True. If I you're going the
1: foxes. I just the assumed foxy way. it was
0: the foxy way. But.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> mm, Maid Marion and Beast from La Belle et la Bette. Is that how you say it? Yes, it is. I'm so French. Um, the Frenchest. <laughs> the Frenchiest. Frenchy Where's your beeps? beret? Um, I have no beret. Oh, what would they do on a date?
1: I don't know. What do they have in common? We don't know that much about Maid Marian. She likes playing outdoor. She, uh, she plays some badminton. Mitten. The Beast would be pretty good at badminton, I think. He'd
0: get really upset really yeah. quickly, and Maid Marian would be like, "Oh, he's got a temper."
1: I oh, know she gets pretty competitive too. I could see them having a very competitive okay. badminton game.
0: I'm I'm down with this date. There's a, their game. A badminton date. A date. I like it.
1: Yep. Okay, Casey, where would Irene Adler from Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. fame and Mr. Darcy of Pride and Prejudice go on a date? This
0: is a good one because they're almost from a similar time period. It's not, not quite, quite. but Edwardian, close, Victorian. closer than it could have been if it had yeah. been like a Star Wars character or something.
1: True. Um,
0: Mr. Darcy and Irene Adler. I love Irene Adler um, from She's the... Great character. From the... Original short story. She's really awesome. Um, What's which story is that? The I was gonna say the Purloined Letter, but that's Poe. It's something Letter, isn't it? No, it's um, A Scandal in Bohemia.
1: Yes, that's the one.
0: Because that was the one we read in the class where we met. We first met. Oh, cute. Adorable. Um, We
1: never talked in that class, so it wasn't really that adorable.
0: Yeah, I was looking for Irene Adler.
1: (laughs) And I am not (laughs) sure. So you really settled here, is that what you're saying?
0: Not at all, because the whole thing is that Irene Adler is like can outsmart Sherlock Holmes and that's totally you outsmarting me. So so what I'm saying is you are Irene Adler.
1: So I'm a con woman. Yes. Okay. I have conned your so, heart. It's a long it's very... con. <laughs> a very long con. I'm ten years in and yep. <laughs> Yes.
0: Mr. Darcy, Mr. Pride himself. He's pride, not prejudice, right? I think or are they have both a bit both. Of both. Mm. Irene's got some pride in her, so yes. are they going to clash on this date or get along I feel like really well? They're pretty
1: well? similar. I think they're both. Uh, maybe they'll both sit for some uh, uh, bust carvings. I think you they know. would. Some artist th- is going to sit there and that could be and take their portrait.
0: I was going to suggest they con someone like together Ooh. as a team. I think mm-hmm. they would be because Mister Darcy can be smart and
1: he's pretty moral though.
0: Someone that deserves it then, like okay, like Collins. Mr. Gonna, Wickham. Gonna gonna Mr. Wickham. Mr. Wickham. They're going to con Mr. Wickham. They're going to con Mr. Wickham. I think that's great. I don't know how they would do it.
1: They're going to plan it on their date, though.
0: That's The the date is for the planning, and then yes. the second date is the actual con. It's the so execution these, of, yes. These ones have a second date.
1: Okay. Clearly not a third, though, because mm-hmm. they live in different eras. All right. We've got Anna from Frozen mm-hmm. and Kermit the Frog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Classic. Tale as old as time.
1: Yeah. The Ulysses. princess and the frog. It's, you know...
0: That's it is. Whoa! Tail you're blowing this time. my. You're wrinkling my brain. The princess in the frock. I love it. Um Anna and Kermit.
1: I think Anna would flip if she could just be part of like a Muppet show. Like you know, right? There'd she be could, if she could be on stage, do a little singing. Yeah, I was gonna say there'd be a number. lot of
0: singing in this. On the stage, they could state. sing
1: Rainbow Connection together. Oh yeah, be very cute.
0: Are you trying not to spoil something from Frozen 2? No. Oh, okay, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know if like she has powers that could. Be incorporated on this date.
1: I'm neither confirming nor denying anything from Frozen 2. Mm. I'm just saying I think you know because she likes to sing and she likes an audience. Like Do you think a, she a can play the banjo,
0: banjo or does Kermit play the banjo?
1: It's just Kermit play the banjo. I don't. I don't think that. a... Where are they? Sweden has a.
0: What's the Swedish equivalent of a banjo?
1: It's the Kristoff plays something it looks kind of like a oh
0: like a mandolin.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but
0: something similar yeah so they well, has a different name so she could probably play that but rainbow connection
1: there you go a blending of their cultures
0: andy from the office when he's singing rainbow connection in his hall in his falsetto his
1: voice because <laughs> that's a pam would love there's a couple that didn't make it
0: andy and pam andy and pam <laughs> Oh, I Although, I like that Casey, one. that speaking
1: one. of Pam Beasley, Whoa. here she is next on the list. This is my Whoa. favorite. Whoa. Pam Beasley and Ron Weasley. I love that. It <laughs>
0: rhymes. That's cute. Pam Beasley and Ron Weasley. He's older, of course.
1: I feel like they need to hyphenate their name if they got married. Oh. They could be Beasley Weasley. Beasley
0: Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. I love this so much. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Beasley Weasley or Weasley Beasley.
1: Either way is fantastic. I think Beasley I think Weasley is go easier to say. Alphabetical order is what I would just assume.
0: Beasley but. Weasley.
1: So the Beasley Weasleys are going staying. I feel like they're a, a stay in movie night, keep it casual kind of feeling. That's the vibe I get from the two of them. Ron's pretty laid back.
0: No, he's not. <laughs> I guess <laughs> not when he's back. happy he's laid back. Yeah. But
1: on yeah. his day off he's not Going to the library or on an adventure, he'd be like... Like he says, you know, why is it always us? Mm. He would love a day to just sit back and watch a movie with a pal. His pal, Pam. (laughs) Pam the pal. But
0: don't you think Pam deserves some magic on this date?
1: Mm. Well, that... Ron's magic is... (laughs) Suspect. It's only (laughs) so-so.
0: But she wouldn't know that. She
1: would not. It'd still be magical. If He He could could turn a
0: fat rat yellow and she'd be... Over the moon.
1: Yeah. Very cool stuff. Maybe he can just, you know, just simple things. When you're watching the movie, he can just like, you know, accio butterbeer and popcorn (laughs) from the kitchen and date made.
0: Why does Pam have butterbeer in the kitchen?
1: Ron brought it.
0: Oh. But why didn't he just bring it in the room?
1: I'm just saying. Just so he could accio it? Yeah. Just so he could show off.
0: Why do you want to raise your cholesterol? (laughs) So
1: (laughs) So I I can can lower it. (laughs) (laughs) Now... It's just, uh, yeah, it's just a way to show off. And, well, you know, you come in, you say hi, you set your stuff down in the kitchen, you know, you keep the butterbeer in the fridge so it's cold. And he's like, hey, Pam,
0: back (laughs) yo (laughs) butterbeer.
1: Also, Pam, did you realize that our last names rhyme? (laughs) I think we're MTB.
0: I'm just loving this. This is fun. Okay. Are we on to the next one? Next one. What? This is a weird one. (laughs)
1: So, okay, go ahead, Casey.
0: Okay, Lightning McQueen and Mr. Incredible, Bob Parr.
1: So, they're both cartoons, at least. Mm. They got yeah, that, like, but
0: again, can Lightning McQueen's doors open?
1: Bob Parr wouldn't fit, anyway. He's too bulk. He's too swole.
0: <laughs> yes, he is swole. <laughs>
1: He's the originator of swole.
0: I think there'd be some insurance... Because Bob Parr works for an insurance company, so there'd be a lot of talks about... Our- is. Lightning McQueen insured. And that's my question. Like, (laughs) in the car's world, is life insurance the same as car insurance?
1: (laughs) It's a very valid question.
0: I don't know, but...
1: Safety first. It's an
0: important question. I think Bob would be really interested in finding out the answer. He's
1: like, before we go on this date, I need to know that you're insured. Yeah. Because we're going to be doing some heavy lifting. I think they'd have some kind of competition.
0: Yes, I think that's... Like,
1: Lightning McQueen's, like, running as fast as he can, and Bob's... Running? Bob, okay, driving? (laughs) Going. <laughs> I'm
0: just picturing Lightning McQueen running right. and it's a strange image.
1: Lightning McQueen's driving as fast driving just as fast as he can. <laughs> and uh Bob to
0: Get away into the night.
1: <laughs> and uh Bob Parr is going to
0: like curl
1: something as far as he can, can and see which one gets there gets around. there first.
0: I think we're alone now.
1: That's their theme song, their date. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: As they wreak havoc through, you know.
0: I'm just picturing Bob like lifting lightning and running along He's the like, beach. Hey,
1: I'm gonna do some reps. <laughs> do you <laughs> mind? And just running
0: along the beach like Rocky and Rocky two. There's a two, or the th- Rocky three. Rocky two II or three. Which one has the beach montage, Val?
1: I don't know. With
0: Eye of the Tiger? I'm pretty sure it's Rocky. No, I don't know. Please, listener, remind long. me which Rocky has the training montage between Apollo Creed and Rocky Balboa on the beach, hugging in short shorts. This is really important. (laughs) Wait, What?
1: who's hugging?
0: Rocky and and Apollo.
1: Why are they both on the beach? I thought they were opponents.
0: Oh, okay. So Rocky, (laughs) Rocky one, they are opponents and enemies. Okay. I believe it's Rocky two that they're training together
1: Mm. because
0: Rocky has to defeat Clubber Lang, Mr. T. I could be mixing up a bunch of rockies though and that's why i need my listeners help but they're the training and the they're able to like run really fast and so they're all excited like yeah you did it you ran the beach and then they hug in their short shorts and tank tops and like <laughs> like, like on only like only happens in 80s movies you know mm. they are on a like yeah a montage date <laughs> and i'm picturing the same kind of vibe for this lightning mcqueen slash bob, bob, bob parr date
1: is it who can run the fastest on a beach? Then is that their date? No,
0: Bob's just lifting Lightning and oh, running okay. with him, so like Lightning gets to relax for a bit, Got and it. Bob gets to get more swole.
1: I feel like that would make Lightning McQueen very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm.
0: <gasps> the next one is perfect.
1: Okay, Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Right. And Ben Solo.
0: But this is perfect because Ben Solo is like the Beast. He's the the.
1: Oh. The beastly
0: character turned good receiving redemption. Like, it's just, this date is just the movie Beauty <laughs> and the Beast. Like,
1: Oh, it's too human. But seriously,
0: think about Beauty and the Beast and how similar it is to like Ray and Ben. The there's, taming of the beast. There's there capture involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's s- some maybe problematic stuff.
1: Ray goes into Ben's quarters just like Belle goes into the beast's quarters where he's not supposed to be. Oh,
0: Yeah. But instead of the flower, it's the Darth Vader it's helmet. Darth Vader <laughs>
1: helmet that's like melted. It's like the flower that's falling apart. Oh,
0: and then it falls to the ground. It
1: does fall to the ground. <laughs> telling you. <laughs>
0: this
1: makes me so happy. Okay. <laughs> so where do Belle and Ben go? They got that bub- double B going for them. Mm,
0: double B. Um, Belle. Belle's adventurous.
1: Ben. She wants to go on an adventure. I think she wants to see outer space. She's yes. like, hey. Take me in your uh, your your tie. Let's go for a ride. Yeah. Space cruising. It's
0: kind of tight quarters, but maybe that's the point of the date. <laughs>
1: it's but like a Valerie's seat. winking at me. <laughs> that's where I could show I did not wink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but like mentally you were but, winking at me.
1: Maybe. <laughs> you were bucket raising seats. your eyebrows.
0: <laughs> bucket seats. Yeah. Perfect. The TIE
1: Fighter the, has bucket seats. The,
0: the TIE Silencer has bucket seats. Yep.
1: Yeah. Neen.
0: The, yep, that one's done. Need no
1: more. Okay, Elizabeth Bennett and Robin Hood.
0: Is this Foxy Robin Hood or like Russell Crowe Robin Hood or like Errol Sean Flynn Connery Robin Hood? Errol Flynn Robin Hood. Sean Connery Robin Hood that you just learned about. Yeah.
1: Apparently there is a Sean Connery, Audrey Hepburn duo of Robin Hood and it's called. I think it's just called Marion and Robin.
0: Yeah, I've never seen it. It's about them and like their. It.
1: It's about Robin and Marion in like their later years, and I need to see it. I have a feeling it's gonna be slightly awful but wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's like retiree love.
1: Yeah, and I've like never heard of it, so it can't be that great.
0: <laughs> but in this situation, it's Elizabeth Bennet. Yes. And Robin Hood. And Robin Hood. Also, both adventurous. I think Elizabeth Bennet's. She be adventurous would love.
1: Too. To learn some archery. Yeah, doesn't Emma want to do archery? Emma does do archery. Yeah, in the movies, not in the book.
0: Oh, that's a movie thing. That's a movie thing. I just know the image of Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Yes, with archery.
0: Okay, so there'd be some archery involved. Yep. Um, what could a- <clears throat>
1: and then a picnic through the forest?
0: I think this would be like a trade thing. Like Robin Hood teaches her archery, and she gets to teach him something, mm. like the social niceties of of the. <laughs> Jane Austen era. era, Edwardian era. I was going to say Elizabethan, but I knew that was wrong. But it's just fun to say Elizabethan. It is. So. Plus, she's her name's Elizabeth, so maybe that's mm. where I was going. Yeah. That's what she would teach her, <laughs> teach him, manners. But she's kind of like anti-manners.
1: Sorry, just whack.
0: You. you just whack. You just punched me.
1: <laughs> no, How I'm dare anti- you say manners. Elizabethan? When you stole the water and moved it to your side, and I am also sick here.
0: I'm a bad bad. 100th date, more than that.
1: <laughs> How many dates do you think we've been on?
0: <laughs> Actual dates, not in, very many, because we have years. children.
1: It's true. This is true. In the last but I guess that's, I mean, seven years since we've we had kids. We go to kids.
0: movies here and there, so it's not like no dates. But
1: We have to have had at least 100 dates. Yeah. We should have kept track, counted them.
0: We keep track of nothing.
1: That's true. can barely remember anything. On that note, Elizabeth and Robin.
0: Robin Hood? Not yes. Robin.
1: Not Tweet tweet N- on not, the street. Not
0: Dick Grayson. Um, hmm, I, I don't know what we're just trying to think of what Elizabeth would. Oh, teach what Elizabeth Robin
1: would teach Robin? She plays a little bit of piano. Maybe he'd love to play the piano.
0: She would teach him how to cleave some zombies.
1: <laughs> if you're going that route, <laughs> yes. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies style, yes. Yeah,
0: I think you'd like that book.
1: I'm not anti-reading it. I just.
0: I know I heard your episode today. I haven't
1: had the no. opportunity. <laughs>
0: I haven't, I've only read it once, but I remember enjoying it.
1: Zombies aren't really my thing. Like, I don't they're mind that they either. take the story differently, but yeah, I zombies don't, aren't really. I liked it because it was
0: comedic. I don't really mm. like zombies when okay. they're serious, you know? If
1: it's more comedic, but I think do funny, that. But if it's funny, yeah.
0: Which the irony is, I haven't read actual Pride and Prejudice.
1: Yeah, so you probably. It's probably way more funny if you've read the actual Pride and Prejudice. It I might mean, be. you've seen the movie, so you probably yeah. get most of the references. Uh, yeah, I've
0: seen. Please many tell me that Mr.
1: Collins is a zombie.
0: I don't remember much about the book other You're than You're useless to me. That there was pride and prejudice and zombies. Yeah. And yes, useless. I am useless to you. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh wow. This is a <laughs> this is a good match. A match made in I was gonna say heaven but not quite because what, we'll look at it. The good, get into is it, it the good place? I was or the gonna say a match place. made in, in the good place, but not quite.
1: So Leslie Nope and of Parks and Rec mm-hmm. and Eleanor Shellstrop from The Good Place.
0: So two Michael Shore heroes.
1: Yes. What I love is they're very different. Like Eleanor is a very under, an underachiever. Yeah. At least in her earth life, and then Leslie Nope is like the ultimate overachiever.
0: But what I love is they both have <coughs> like high, they're both high energy. Yes. At that, you know. They're both very Eleanor's strong. Eleanor is very high, high energy. Eleanor is very high energy at trying to do nothing and not caring about moral stuff, but she does it full heartedly, wholeheartedly. And Leslie Nope is. Yeah. She's got higher en- high energy on the other end of that spectrum.
1: It's true, so in a lot of ways they're similar even though they're very different. Right.
0: Which I think that's why they would be a good match. They would have a good date. But where would they go? There'd probably be shrimp involved.
1: Guts to get some shrimpies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um there's gotta be shrimp.
1: Maybe they'd do like one of those cooking classes together with shrimp.
0: With shrimp. I like yeah. that. I think Leslie would try to get Eleanor to like clean up a park or something. That's
1: what I was gonna say too.
0: <laughs> but Eleanor would refuse. Yeah. Um,
1: it depends. If we're talking later, Eleanor, when she has become more moral, she'd probably be willing to clean a park.
0: I feel like that's do some true. good. I feel like this would be one of those dates where they do a lot of different things because they're oh, both so high energy.
1: Yeah, a lot of mini dates. Okay, so they eat some shrimpies. They mm-hmm. clean a park. They go to a water park. I feel like
0: yeah, they would both just really some love Some sort of amusement. Water park. Yeah.
1: And um, they'd see a concert. Mm hmm. It would be like the ultimate date, like everything rolled into one.
0: I think Eleanor would love to people watch in Pawnee.
1: Oh, like, she'd have so much fun. That'd be her fun favorite thing. <laughs> yes. She would.
0: <laughs> to get out of Phoenix and go people watch in Pawnee, Indiana. Yeah. I love it.
1: Be a great That's date. <laughs> All
0: right,
1: Casey. <laughs> Seeing your reaction to these is my favorite. Where would Miss Piggy take Jim Halpert on a date?
0: Oh man, this is delightful. Uh, I don't know. What are you thinking?
1: I have No idea, let's see. I feel like Miss Piggy would not care to visit. Um Oh, I just forgot where they're located. Uh where, they're, where they where they're Scranton. Are. Scranton. PA. Yes, Scranton. Miss Piggy's above such things. She'd probably do something like really over the top like fly him to Paris. Oh. Hang okay. out with her there.
0: I was going to say they would have fun together pranking Dwight.
1: <laughs> That'd be pretty good too.
0: Something with the, her being a pig but pretending to be a real pig on Dwight's farm or something. Mm. I think she would enjoy that, but I think the Paris thing's probably more likely.
1: They'd have like the longest date just because it'd be like a 11-hour flight to Paris, and they'd like have the whole flight and then like a whole weekend and then fly back kind of thing.
0: Yeah. What would they talk about? Oh, man. Pam.
1: <laughs> yeah. Would they? I don't know if Jim would even get a word in edgewise. Miss Piggy would be plenty happy to just carry on about all of her accomplishments and things, and Jim would be just enthralled that he's talking to a talking pig.
0: True. Who wouldn't?
1: I could see him just like love just like watching and being with her because she's such an anomaly. Yeah. (coughs) He enjoys a quirky person. I mean, he and Dwight are practically best friends at the end, even though they're also, they're such frenemies. Jim and Dwight were like the uh, original frenemies.
0: Original frenemies? Yes. (laughs) You heard it here first. Yep. (laughs) Ooh, I like this one. Ray from Star Wars and... Aragorn, son of Ar- Arathorn, LSR and king of Gondor.
1: Yes, I love his many names to her single name.
0: Which is fitting cuz Rey means as we've established king in Spanish. Yes. So, two kings here, two rays of light,
1: two ultimate heroes. Where does a hero Where does one hero take another think, hero on a date? Yeah, yeah like dating? this
0: date is like m- most dates seem too small for them. Like they've got to like rule a kingdom on yeah. their date.
1: Maybe that's it. They would just save a kingdom. Yeah, They'd be like rule. the ones to just save Helm's Deep from falling or something. Just the two of them Single, together. Single,
0: double-handedly.
1: Maybe they just do a, a like a, a sparring date, like mm. lightsaber versus sword.
0: And then they trade because Rey's like sweet as sword and Aragorn's like, what is this light-up sword? Yes. I think he'd be really enamored by that.
1: Who would win in a battle? Rey. The lightsaber or the, you know.
0: I mean, Rey's got the force. <coughs> And a lightsaber and it's just Ray. Ray would I love Aragorn. But Aragorn's, Aragorn's sword my favorite Lord of the, the Rings elvish like character, but
1: Elvish Forged.
0: That's true, it stops a ghost.
1: Yeah. See?
0: <laughs> I wanna eat I think it. I wanna could... eat a ghost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it could take on a lightsaber.
0: That's the that's the all important question. Yeah. Can Aragorn's sword Stop block a lightsaber. a lightsaber like like the ghosts, like the ghost people, the ghost king guy. Yeah. Can't remember his name.
1: You know, that guy.
0: Yeah, he's all green. And and the decaying. cavernous. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, I think they'd be willing to try it out. He's like, you know, this is a priceless sword, but I really want to know what's gonna happen. <laughs> so let's do this. And if
0: it breaks, they can just reforge you it. You know,
1: the elvish people. Those, those, I've got them on a speed dial. And speed. I was gonna say like when you
0: speed eagle.
1: <laughs> when you keep keep somebody on like on staff or like uh, there's a word for on
0: it. On retainer. Yes,
1: on retainer. <laughs> He's got the elvish, the elvish blacksmiths on retainer. On retainer. To fix his stuff when needed, makes so sense. It's fine. He's the king. Yeah, do what you want. All right, now we have Helen Parr, the Girl, and Peter Parker.
0: I mean, they're saving city, like naturally. T- they're teaming up, or
1: they just want to see who can like swing the farthest between buildings. That's
0: true, because she can her use her arms, arms versus like his webs. spider webs. So it's it's another competition. There's one.
1: definitely some kind of yeah physical competition going on there.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be funny if it's the sad Peter Parker that's kind of lost it from um, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. <laughs> he just wants to eat pizza, and she wants to like...
1: That's too real for her. That's what Bob Parr is like.
0: Mm. That's true. He Good is point. the
1: lost um, Mr. Incredible.
0: Great point, GL. That's Green Lantern. It's mm. a quote from the Lego movie.
1: Got it. <laughs> <But> yeah, definitely <sighs> definitely some kind of competition. They're going to try their hand at who can swing the farthest through through New York.
0: But who can? Elastigirl. At what point does Elastigirl's Elasta girliness, uh, Elasta powers,
1: elasticity—that's
0: the word. How? At what point does that not work
1: anymore? How far do his webs shoot? That, this is what they that, need to yeah. find out. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's what, what I'm asking. What they're going to discover. Yep. All right, Casey, Selena Kyle, also known as Catwoman, mm-hmm. and Sherlock Holmes.
0: Oh, they—they're the type that would have like a like a setup, almost like an escape room, like some sort of. Setup date where she steals something or sol- does an actual crime, and his job on the date is to solve the crime. To
1: figure it out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, like, their date has a story.
1: Yes. You know? And and who can, who, yeah, who's, who best who's, who? who's the best at their job yeah. kind of thing?
0: Which is because Selena Kyle is a bit like Irene Adler. Yeah, she I think. is.
1: Definitely. And I
0: think that dynamic of Selena and Batman is very similar to Irene and Sherlock Holmes. I agree. So this is wonderful. I like yeah, this.
1: They're very ready. All right, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd oh, love this one. So I saved it for second to last. <laughs> Our second to last couple here, Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec and Bruce Wayne. Does,
0: is Ben Wyatt wearing the bat suit from that episode, my favorite episode, the Treat Yourself episode?
1: I feel like he would really want to, but then he'd also be like, but but he's Batman.
0: He <laughs> would chicken out.
1: So I can't, like, show up dressed like him. That's, like, ultimate creepy on a date if your date shows up dressed like you.
0: But then Bruce would see this as an opportunity to prove that he's not Batman. So he'd be trying to convince Ben the whole date to put on the suit.
1: Hmm. I think, no, I, I think Ben would be like, look, look, I already know you're Batman. Can I just see the Batcave? Please, please, <laughs> yes. please, can I see the Batcave? And then when he gets it would there... Just be
0: a, the date would just be a tour.
1: Of the Batcave, Batcave. and then when he gets there, he'd make that stupid face. (laughs) He's like, "I'm not gonna make the stupid face," but he would absolutely make the stupid face as he gets to tour the Batcave. He'd be just like Robin in the Lego Batman, jumping around, yes,
0: being like, "That's a
1: submarine."
0: (laughs) It's a Bat kayak.
1: (laughs) And oh, he'd want to not just his own Bat costume, but he'd want to try on all of Batman's different
0: every single one.
1: Every single one. Yes. (laughs) He'd want to play Batman dress up. And then he'd want to take the tumbler out for a drive. Although he'd be too afraid. He'd be like, holding onto the seat as Batman drives, actually. Right. Yeah. It would be a day he would always remember.
0: He'd never want to meet Commissioner Gordon. He'd be too scared because he's scared of police mm, that's officers. That's
1: right. He was trying to figure out the connection. That's <laughs> correct. Yep.
0: I love it. I like that date. That's a good one.
1: They'd have. I feel like Ben would probably have more fun than Bruce. And so Ben would be like, hey, when are we doing this again? And Bruce would be like, I'll call you. And then just never, <laughs> never call, call him <laughs> back. He'd be like, that one's a clinger. <laughs>
0: and Ben would spend the rest of his life making stop motion Batman Lego yes. movies. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. <laughs> That's how he would cope. All right. And last but not least, where would Hermione Granger <laughs> and Chidi Adagonia go on a date? <laughs>
0: Oh, I feel like they might clash a lot. They're they're so similar.
1: Here's the thing: is they just wouldn't do much together, so much as like side by side. They just read. They would just would read be it. next to each other. Yeah. They would
0: go to a cozy and library occasionally and occasionally they'd
1: be like, "Here's what I learned. What have you learned today?"
0: Oh man, that's so cute. I love <laughs> that so much. And
1: they would just yeah.
0: But this is the best. Like these are two of my favorite characters. characters. <laughs> like I. Hermione is easily my favorite Harry Potter character and Chidi is a character that just speaks to my soul because I am Chidi in a lot of ways and he's way smarter than me but just personality wise Chidi and I are similar I'm in a perfect utopia and I have a stomach ache
1: (laughs) Hermione would be able to whip him up a potion for that stomach ache
0: that's true
1: and he would just feel better all the time
0: that's the good place yes is them just reading next to each other
1: sharing what they've learned
0: their hands touch Like an up.
1: Yes, as they read.
0: And again, Hermione is older. Right. That's what we're picturing in our head, right? Yes. Or when Chidi's a little kid.
1: He's younger. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, that was a lot of fun. Yes. Dear human listener, let us know what you think these characters would do on a date or if there's any other strange
1: characters you want to pair yeah. up. Tell us about them. Yeah. We wanna say thank you to our patrons, our supporters. And you can become a patri- patron as well. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash hello from elsewhere.
0: Yeah, there's all kinds of tiers with all kinds of awesome benefits and we would love it if you become a patron. We we we're still so need a few grateful.
1: we still need a few more patrons to hit our twenty five mark and then we're sending out postcards personalized, personalized. postcards mm-hmm. to every one of our patrons but we want to thank our current patrons enie motts becca nancy emily sydney casey frost danny ethan and riot
0: Thanks, guys and gals. You're the best. That's so So nice. So
1: nice of you to support our podcast so we can keep making fun episodes like this one. And don't forget to engage with us on Twitter and Instagram at elsewhere underscore pod.
0: And we'd love it if you leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Our favorite are the similes of describing what it's like to listen to Hello from Elsewhere, like the one from Sunny Pixel. She says, this is such a good podcast. Each episode is sort of like the Sunday mornings where mom would make us pancakes in the shape of our initials. I'll link Sunny Cute. Pixel. I love Sunny Pixel. She's the best.
1: Nobody's ever made me pancake in the shape of my initials. I've failed. Yeah, clearly. I've
0: failed as a husband.
1: I've never made you a pancake in the shape of your initials either, though, so.
0: That's true. Yours would just like, look like I was a fan of Volkswagen's
1: it is my initials
0: hello from elsewhere is a proud member of wbne visit wbne.org for more fabulous podcasts like bacon and eggs our producers they're so awesome and funny and we love them and we love tyler and ethan and here's a little promo about bacon and eggs Howdy, Yolks, I'm Tyler Carlin. And
1: I'm Ethan Edgehill.
0: And we host Bacon and Eggs, a movie
1: lover's podcast. It's the most roll-your-eyes-I've-seen-it-before concept for a show. But with new hosts, I promise. Each week, we sit down together and watch a beloved movie. We start by looking at some critical and concrete points and let our conversation flow from there. We've covered all sorts of movies, from Jaws to Little Women. From the Lego Movie to the Lego Movie 2. From Marvel to Star Wars. From Back to the Future to Back to the Future Part 2. And tangents from our frustrations with fast food. To discussing our fear of the Mighty Loon. So if you want a podcast that makes you laugh, download Bacon and Eggs, a movie lovers podcast. With new episodes available every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts and now on wbne.org. Ghostbusters too. I, I my my hope and dream was that you would say that. Well, all the perfume and pink in this tea shop are uh, making me nauseated. So, let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's wrap it up.
0: All right, happy beeps.
1: Happy beeps.